Welcome back, guys, to another episode of On The G.O. Today, we have another special guest here with us. We have a man that knows how to play violin. He could swoon the ladies with his violin skills. He's become more recently a poppin' streamer with over 750 followers on Twitch, growing a substantial amount. And he's a jack-of-all-trades. I don't know him too much, but hopefully through this podcast, we can know each other a little bit more. But I want to introduce to you guys, Mr. Aiden Chewuk, a.k.a. Chewuk TV, Twitch streamer. What's good, brother? How are you um, doing today? Yo, I'm doing, I'm doing fantastic. How about you? How I'm about doing you? good. I'm doing good. I'm excited. Uh, got my COVID vaccine first dose on Monday. So, oh heck yeah! Uh, I'm getting my uh my first one actually tomorrow. So. Yeah, I was like tired Tuesday, so I had to reschedule. So I apologize oh, you're good, for that. Good, 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 good. So I hope uh, I hope the side effects weren't too bad. Nah, you know? I'm not getting hit by it by that much. So I've been I've been straight chilling these days. All right, so let's get right into it. You know, 2021. You know, we've <laughs> already hit about a quarter of a way there, almost approaching five months. Um, and midst of what's been going on with, obviously, the hate against Asian Americans, uh, what's, like, the biggest thing that you're taking away for this year specifically that you're seeing right now? Um, I mean, for me, like, I – so earlier, actually, I'm going to say a, um, a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe, I did a 24-hour stream um, for uh, the API charity. Um went really well we raised uh, over 300 dollars for charity mm. um and for everyone that doesn't know that's the uh, asian american pacific islander community um money went to a, t- a ton of different charities within uh, that sort of realm and um so i guess for me like at this point it's you know i i try to stay out of the news a lot of the time because i find it that you know it's it's, it's a lot of negativity and i try to surround myself with uh, you know a lot of positivity as much as i can because yeah. i feel like whatever you surround yourself with that's going to be the kind of like vibe you have as well. So I, I always try to um, surround myself with uh, what I, what, the values I want to, to have. So um, I guess, you know, this year has been, especially with COVID last year and just so many things happening, um, I can't speak towards like, you know, specific situations. I actually do, however, um, live close to a, a pretty big shooting that happened mm-hmm. um, against uh, Asian Americans. So that was, that, that was definitely troubling. Um, and, you know, my, my heart goes out to like everyone that's been affected by uh, anything um, in that realm. And you know, so definitely in, within the community where I live, it, it definitely um, has a big effect just because um, of, of what happened. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely been been rough for a lot of people I know. Um, I try to like, once again, surround myself and and try to spread as much positivity much love as possible because um you know for me like the only way to um combat the hate in the world is is just with love you know pure love yeah definitely i mean i think the biggest thing when it comes to like the hate i know more specifically with 2021 it's been against asian americans um black lives have always mattered um we're still we're even seeing more recently in the news but i think what a lot of people aren't seeing is not it's not just quote-unquote white supremacy against minorities i feel like it's more so the human entire human race versus hatred you know because it's so it's hatred is such a strong virus that if you hate someone and it starts to 
spread everywhere and people start to pick up that energy with it and i think with 2021 too i mean while amidst this whole unfortunate like a bunch of unfortunate circumstances it's definitely looking up the way i see it compared to 2020 i mean we have like the vaccines that are out so potentially maybe this pandemic maybe we might be seeing light at the end of this tunnel yeah for sure i, I definitely think that there's always light at the end of any tunnel yeah definitely. um for sure um <clears throat> i think in my own experiences just like personally what throughout anything like you have to believe that there is a light at the end of the tunnel no matter what or else you, you can't push yourself through exactly um whatever challenges you, you may face um I specifically talking on that topic um i guess a lot of the time um there definitely is like events that are like pretty catastrophic to just you know humanity i guess in general and just the way we view others and things like that um i i have a lot of uh, background in philosophy and psychology myself and so there's a book i did read it's called the true believer um i think it's a really great great book um I, I would recommend the read to anyone um i forgot the author's name but it's it's practically on the basis of how um like of mass movements and how mass movements affect um like society in general and how like they can be destructive yeah. in, in, in a sense so um definitely recommend the read it's a very interesting interesting book definitely on like uh the human psyche as well as um the societal effects of uh, uh mass movements and then uh more so like I mean, it's called the true believer. So, like, I guess not exactly like believing things without like having the factual yeah. evidence and things like that. But it can be like yeah. that sometimes. So, and um, kind of you know, on a related topic, when we talk about vaccines and everything, how have you been holding up throughout this whole pandemic? Um, I it's definitely a huge um lifestyle switch all of a sudden because a lot it's all of a sudden we're not allowed to go out, we're not allowed to hang out and see our friends, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, like on sure. a regular basis. So how has the pandemic really affected you? And um, what have you kind of like realized about the pandemic about yourself, maybe that you um, didn't realize about before? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I think for me, I mean, definitely the pandemic changed a lot of things. My family actually got hit. Everyone in the family got hit by COVID around um, Christmas time. So thankfully, um, all my well, the family that I, I live with, uh, my brother, my parents, um, uh, we were, you know, blessed to be able to make it out mm. um, and uh, recover. Um, and so, you know, it, it's definitely had its effect on, on the part of like hanging out with people, friends and things like that. That's definitely had a, a, a huge impact as well, just because, you know, you, you're not able to go out as often. Um, for me, that led to, you know, being here on Twitch, meeting all of you, uh, making all of these amazing connections. And, um, you know, for me, I don't think without the, not saying like the pandemic is a good thing, but without the pandemic itself, I don't think I would have put, been put in a position where I felt either comfortable enough or wanted to like go in streaming, um, put myself more out there in, in the internet community kind of thing. Um, I do have a background in uh, competitive gaming. So I do have some like history within uh i guess like this internet space yeah. twitch and all of that kind of stuff but it's, it's definitely not to the level of uh where i'm at right now and what, what i currently do is like content creation kind of thing yeah so. definitely so before we get into talking about who you are and getting to know you 
uh, would you mind giving the people who will be watching this YouTube video, people who will be listening to this across all platforms, a little brief introduction as to who you are? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, my name's uh, Aiden J. J. Um, you know, whatever you want to uh, call me, whatever floats your boat. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm just here spreading love, positivity, support to everyone. Love helping out um, you know, small streaming communities. Um, you know, any, any, anyone, you know, in need, anything like that. Exactly. Bob the Builder, as Ken's saying. Um, <laughs> um, and and I, I've only been streaming for about, uh, I want to say like two months at this point. I have a huge history in, in music. I play, I've been playing violin for 17 years. Um, I sing, write music. Um, also, let's see, big into anime, as you can probably see. Um, and uh, yeah, just, just enjoy a lot of different topics. Um, on stream, I usually just, just stream a lot of music chatting i talk about mental health a lot i'm pretty open about like uh, my past experiences and uh you know, trying to help out as many people as possible um and one of the reasons i really started streaming was because i wanted to reach out into the community and try to make a positive impact on on people yeah. um and i'll say like you know what making a positive impact just on one person in one day you know that that means so much to me yeah and, and just being able to do that on like consistent basis yeah is, is for sure great. dude so you mentioned that you have a little bit of a background of competitive gaming but from what oh, yeah. i remember what you told me you said you were a semi-pro with cs what is um what is it what's it like to be someone who's almost at pro level for video games and being in the esports scene what's that whole experience like so it's definitely um it's definitely something that is it can be tough to handle. I, I I really started playing really competitively when I was young, so around like the age of sixteen. I'm 21 now, mm -hmm. so you know, I'm still young, but definitely at the age of 16, like the maturity and everything, yeah, you know, definitely hadn't wasn't wasn't there. And so, you know, you have a lot of people that are really cocky, a lot of people that um like don't take for granted the position that they're in. I've always been a person to uh, that was the lead of the team or the head of the team in the sense of like making all the shot calling decisions and things like that so, like, so uh, definitely sorry for cutting you off like an igl yeah. type of yeah yeah thing. igl yeah. exactly exactly i would be the in-game leader um and so <clears throat> for me uh specifically like it would definitely be stressful because i would be one of the people like watching demos consistently um i mean i, I know uh i don't know if uh uh my friend dogs in chat but i played on teams with exactly i played uh uh, with dog uh dog bad in chat um in counter-strike and um like it, it's definitely can be stressful uh, a lot of the time uh just like taking the initiative um putting forward like your all like putting your all in into anything honestly yeah. can t can be really um draining and so definitely there's times that was draining but i definitely had a lot of fun as well um definitely versus the highest tier competition um when you're like pugging at like or pugging as in like a, a pickup games it stands for pickup yeah. games for people that don't know um when you're playing against like you know actual professionals and things like that um it can get uh, it's not not in, exactly intense because you know it, it's, it's fun, for fun at the end of the day um but it definitely for me it, it gave me a reason to keep pushing forward and continuing um one of the reasons i'm not in the scene currently is is more due to the fact of just like burnout i guess um especially 
from as, as you're saying like IGLing, calling leading teams like it definitely takes a lot out of you after you have done it for so long even though it's still a, a true passion of mine I pay attention to a lot of the esports scene um love watching games love uh statistics all that kind of stuff um and knowing all the players even in, in regular sports as well um definitely can be draining at times but I, I would say my my experience was definitely very very positive um definitely all of their interactions connections I've made within the scene as well as just being able to play and being able to um compete at a at a level that um you know even though it can be stressful sometimes like at the end of the day it was fun so. yeah and uh because you mentioned you're an in-game leader you know um being a leader position as you've probably experienced it's probably not the easiest thing that anyone really goes through um especially because every person is so different that there's like different ways you have to get to different teammates and some people you can be like straight up honest with them and say like yo you suck you're playing terrible you have to tell them like straight up you, you like that's how you motivate them while for other people you have to kind of compliment them be like oh it's okay you know like you got this like encourage them that type of thing how mm -hmm. hard is it to really balance those personalities out and then from that did you ever develop like a leadership style from like in-game leading after doing it for so long oh yeah for sure i think um i guess one with a, a background in psychology but also um just meeting so many different people that play the game you you definitely tend to well i i tend to understand um quicker the more i played the more i played with different people like the type of personality they would have so how to be able to interact with them how to be able to get the best out of them because at the end of the day like i want my team the, the team to function to have fun to bring the best out of the person because I, I feel like not only should it be a um like just a competitive environment to play um it should also be like bring the best out of yourself not not just in a gaming environment but but rising yourself to a level of you know um uh learning about more about yourself being able to you know uh uh raise your maturity learn more about things like things like that so you know i, I want it to be a holistic experience um for sure um when whenever i am i'm like leading a team and so for me i there's definitely like times where like you know you, you'll have people that are like super cocky you'll have people that are super down on themselves and you know for me it's 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 that you know i believe in everyone mm -hmm. and and i i'll take that to my grave like i believe in everyone that to accomplish whatever they want to accomplish i believe that anyone can if they truly put um their their best into it um as people a lot of the time say uh work smarter not harder kind of thing yeah, yeah and so for me it's like it was never about getting to the top never about being the best never about um you know being the most competitive player is is all about being the best being the best J, being the best Aiden I could be. Yeah, yeah. Um, whether it be in the gaming sense, whether it be in the leading sense, um, things like that. So I always wanted the best out of my players, um, or the teams that I was on in general, um, just from an individualistic standpoint, but also from a gaming standpoint. And you know, it it, it definitely can be hard balancing um personalities for sure, especially in a team environment. Yeah. Um, for anyone that's played like just regular sports, anything like that, I'm sure that. You know people can attest to that for sure um 
I think it's all about at the end of the day, though, understanding one, what the person needs to succeed and two, um, allowing, putting them in a position where they can succeed. Um, Because, you know, people are going to get down on themselves. People are going to be, you know, in the cocky moments, but at the end of the day, like, that, that's that's sometimes that's that's what people need sometimes people as you were saying at the beginning sometimes people need that motivation sometimes people need to like be told hey like we need to like straight straightforward like be have a straightforward approach and so you know the more the more you get to know someone the more you get to know like how they want up to be approached um because you know people aren't gonna obviously like just, just tell you straight up all the time so yeah yeah i feel you I mean, because it's it's also hard too. Because what I imagine is that uh, I recently got into Valorant, so obviously there's like different rules for everything. I'm assuming CS is the same way too, where there are people who are like the fraggers, the ones who like always like will probably hit like top of the scoreboard. Like they're gonna get the most ac- acclaim, but then there's also players who are like the support world that they're gonna get overshadowed by. And I feel like it's so hard. Because you have to really keep everyone engaged in order for your team to function, right? Because at the end oh, yeah, of the day, true. like every player wants to be acknowledged for what they're doing. But then when we, it's kind of like basketball for a sense where everyone's talking about like, oh yeah, you know, Le- like Lakers, like LeBron, Anthony Davis, those are the two best players. But then, mm-hmm. you know, the role players don't get as much like credit, but it's always about you as a leader to make sure like they also know like understand like yo what you're doing is like appreciate like we appreciate what you're doing and you're contributing to a team and that's like i feel like it's so important no matter what in any sport mm-hmm. esport or anything but um kind of talking about you being like a quote-unquote se- like you being a semi-pro what is what exactly is a semi-pro um, so for me, so this is different levels of tiers of teams um, in in Counter Strike, um, and also just any game in general. Um, I play at tier like the highest that I, I I personally reached was probably when I was coaching teams, um, and so teams would come out, reach out to me. Um, either I would coach them directly for a season, um, or I would just like have one on one sessions with with people. Um, and so that's probably like the highest tier I ever got as a player. Um, I played in a ton of different, just like, um, outsourced leagues, um, ESEA, if people have heard of that, um, mm-hmm. different things like that. I played under a lot of different organizations. Actually, the, I, I currently, um, content create under an organization I used to play for, um, back in the day, um, for Counter-Strike. So, um, but yeah, it, it, it really depends on like the... I guess the like there's just a lot of different like tiers of teams. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I I do actually want to go back to your point on like the uh, the appreciation factor. Yeah, yeah, for sure, people. for sure. Because I feel like that's so important. Because it, especially like I, I'm a big ba- ba- a sports fan in general. So I for I guess the reference to like basketball, like there's people that just don't don't aren't stat sheet fillers. Yeah, yeah. Right? But they're so appreciated on teams. Like I mean, you, you see me wearing like a, a Red Sox. Uh, hat right now i'm 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 big uh boston boston fan um wow, yeah so like for let's say for the celtics and i i, I know not not everyone's gonna get like references i'm talking about yeah, but so like good, this yeah. there's people like on the celtics there's people on the lakers as you're saying that aren't sashi fillers but like you know are gonna play like 15 20 minutes a game or they're like purely let, let's say for defense right but defense is gonna show up on like the the normal statistics that show up but they're so important to the game and the role that they play. And a lot of the time it can be game 
game winning, game losing, you know, that kind of thing. People that hit last second shots, not going to show up on the, on, on the, on the stat board or, or the stat sheet. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and so there's a lot of factors that just like don't show up, especially in, so like go, going to Valorant, going to like any other game, like just because like people don't drop tons of frags or aren't recognized for that. You know, there's people that have amazing utility, amazing communication skills, um, great teamwork, um, all of that kind of thing. And that that makes a holistic player. That makes a, a player like that, you know, it's not just all about being able to go out there and, you know, get the get the stats. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like, yeah, cool. Stats are stats are great, but if you can't transfer that into like being able to play on a team having the teamwork, having the consistency, you know, that, that's where, um, you know, there's definitely, like, problems on that end. And, and, and you know, there's definitely people that I, I know of that, you know, are, are I, I consider amazing support players. Yeah. And they're not going to get the recognition from from everyone in, in the same regards um, to what they do and what they mean to teams. Um, but it's always important, you know, at least for me as well, to always be able to, Know, commend them for what they do because at the end of the day sometimes their job is even harder than yeah. than what people may think you know people definitely have different opinions of how you know games should be played and things like that but until you're really put in that moment and you play the game yourself you don't really understand like the impact of other people yeah um, exactly so yeah i think it's also because at the very least even if those players they're not like trying to be into starlight at the very least, their team should acknowledge that, like, or their teammates should acknowledge how much of, like, an impact they're making or making their lives easier because that's why I feel like a lot of times what people don't seem to understand is that just because you're not at, not just because you're not the star player, all you have, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't try. Like, the biggest thing is to be a star in your own role. And then people, it's not about how much appreciation do you get. Is it appreciation from the right people that you're getting from it? Yeah, exactly. Because, like, honestly speaking, like, you could get, you could, like, get, like, say, you can get, like, 100 people saying, oh, yeah, you know, you're so good. But what good does that do if none of your teammates feel that, feel the same way? Especially when you're playing in a team game and everything. And, like, every person is important to the team no matter what. It's like they all have their specific roles, and you guys have to work together, and that's like the biggest thing I feel like. But mm -hmm. um, kind of uh, before we wrap up the esport, like you going from the esports scene, um, what's like the biggest misunderstandings that people seem to have of like esports uh, athletes, like pro athletes that you've seen to, that you've um, experienced over the time, or maybe you're you're hearing about and stuff like that. I mean, I think uh, a lot of it comes down to like comparison to regular sports and things like that and and to be honest like the time put in what people accomplish what people do in the esports scene especially at the highest levels like it, it's, it's crazy the time and amount of like effort they put mm -hmm. in and you know as, as we were talking about like people commending that like people that aren't gamers people that don't understand that kind of stuff don't really understand like the amount of time the amount of work that is really put into things like that and that's not like a something uh, I guess like useless in a sense yeah like these skills are like one applicable to a lot of things in life I feel like um and two it's not it's not it's definitely not the same as like yo let's I want to get really good at 
free throw shooting. So there's this like a constant like, hey, we're gonna just like get my uh, get my shot down, right? You know, my form, things like that. Um, in in esports, a lot of time it's like watch your demos, watch your gameplay, watch everything you do. Um, you know, cerebral kind of kind of thinking. And you know that that's that's really what people I, I feel like people don't really look at because people will look at all these flashy plays and be like, oh my gosh, these people are like crazy, have crazy aim, like make crazy like gameplay thing, like gameplay happen. But at the end of the day, like a lot of the time, it, it comes from just like watching and learning and developing. And um, I guess another thing as well is um, like the misconception of uh, like sports whether it be like um in the realm of like gender or whether it be in the realm of like race and things like that like or culture even like I feel I I guess going back to a point I was saying earlier like I I believe like everyone can accomplish like whatever they they you know are put their mind to put have their mind set to and I feel like at least right now the the representation in within the esports scene it definitely like dwindles in comparison to a lot of things and, and and even in the sports scene as well um and that's definitely something that i i would like to see more in the future of um having a better like uh more holistic leagues in general and things like that um and you know i'm i'm not saying right now that like you know it has like things have to be incorporated just just for that sole fact yeah, yeah but i definitely would like to see more of like the unbiased nature and just going purely based on like the skill the um the cerebral uh abilities you know the person it's themselves and 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 not looking going past like you know what people look like who people are, like what gender everything like that and just simply looking at what the gameplay is and i feel like that's a huge difference as well between sports and esports. It's like you can have your camera off and just show what what you have in game, right? Yeah. And at the end of the day, I feel like that that's what's all about a lot of the time. Yeah, and I think what's interesting too about esports is that if they were to make a league, I feel like it's one of those which very it's one of those few leagues where it could be both male and female undiscriminated because of the fact that. As you mentioned, it's a lot of cerebralness. It's more so about like skills, hand-eye coordination. Whereas when we talk about sports like basketball and like soccer and football and everything, there's also that physical difference between male yeah, and females, sure. which makes it hard for them to play in the same league. But I do definitely feel like esports can be one of those few um, areas where they can take that leap and say, moving forward like we don't need to do an all males league we don't need to do a females league separately like we can just do like it collectively together but then mm-hmm. also that really depends on one how much more are esports willing to create these female rosters because i yeah. think it's been more of a recent thing that we're seeing like a surge in female rosters because mm-hmm. of like valorant and everything but um i think like moving forward though i feel like if regardless of gender it's like if you have good skills and you're a cerebral yeah, player it's like you can play on you can play with anyone no matter yeah, what yeah exactly like you don't need like a full male roster you don't need a full female roster like in at least in my opinion it's yeah like, for sure play with play with who fits your team your style like that kind of thing yeah definitely so, so i know that uh sorry like before we end um not end end this uh podcast but stop talking about your uh semi-pro scene but uh, <laughs> you're good, you're good. but um 
the career span of a semi-pro or professional athlete within the esports scene isn't that long you know when we think about like athletes like nba players nfl players typically we can imagine in between 5 to 15 years depending give mm -hmm. or take right but um from what i understand about the pro scene in esports they even say like six months is a long time what's the reasoning for that specifically I really what think you it expand uh, from yeah, yeah. I really, I really think it depends because you know there's people that have been playing for like long time, like fifteen years, yeah. literally. So yeah, I think it, it all depends as well as um, you know, in other sports where people can be in and out of leagues within months as well. I think it's it's that at least in it's in like right more traditional or like traditional sports, I guess they the leagues and everything have more of a sense of like how teams should work and things like that i feel like in esports people want immediate success mm. in that immediate immediate um uh gratification and so because of that there's a lot of roster changes a lot of the time it's like if i we don't get the, this result this time we need a change it's mm. like not work with what we have it's like we need a change we need a change we need a change and like continually on that cycle and so um, maybe not even at the highest scene all the time because I, I feel like at the highest scene the, the slowly you'll see less and less changes and maybe just like there's a, a certain time period in a season that these changes will occur. Yeah. Um, but definitely in the lower leagues, lower tier teams, you'll constantly see changes because people are like, oh, we need just like better and better players. And it sort of goes back to those role players and yeah. everything like that. It's like, you know, how to build a team. I think that's a huge part of it. It's like that's how you sustain a career of understanding your role, perfecting your role, and you know understanding the core concepts of like how a team is built and being able to play with a lot of different teams because you, you might experience being on a lot of different teams yeah. and being able to you know transfer your skills and what you have and bring your your best to whatever team you're on is is going to be what ends up making or breaking your career. Yeah, so. definitely. So kind of moving on, you talked about uh, your background in music. You uh, songwrite, produce mm -hmm. a little bit, played violin for 14 years. Uh, where did that love for music really come from? Um, so I actually started playing violin when I was four. Um, and I don't actually, like, I don't remember much when I started off playing. Um, my parents said that on my uh, when I was three, I saw, like, a concert or something like that. I was like, Hey, can I get lessons? Mm. And so when I when it, but the person that was like he head of whoever was uh, I was watching the teacher, um, she was like, I only accept students after the age of four. So apparently, like on my fourth birthday, I was like, Hey, can I can I get violin lessons? And that's how it all started. You know, I, I'm too young. I, I mean, I was too young to really re remember that at that yeah, point. Yeah. But that's that's how the story goes. And so it's it's just been there. Uh, uh, from there and, and music's been you know a huge part of my life I go I turn to music for so many different things um and and there's, there's definitely been times in in my life where um especially with like violin um there's a lot of like competitiveness and things yeah like that I feel you within it and so you know I took a took a long break from uh, about for like a year and a half from like playing uh, violin and it, I was just like worn out from like all these competitions and like school and everything else and like you know being considered like 
the best sometimes and like living up to those expectations and it's like you know I want to I play music for fun I want to do music for fun and for myself and so like being able to like right now what the content I do on stream and like outside of stream for for music it's all about um being able to express myself the best way I can not limiting myself to a specific genre of music anything like that it's it's whatever I want to like produce whatever I want to create because you know uh, music for me is is a creative space. It is, um, you know, gets my juices, creative juices flowing. It, it it brings the best out of me. Able to like tell a story. You know that that's that's why I so uh, enjoy so much about um, songwriting and all of that kind of stuff as well. Um, yeah. So, I feel you with that because um, I started doing music around the same age as you, but my my remembrance of it was. My mom was like, yo, you're doing cello. Like, it's good that you learned two instruments because I learned piano at the time too. Uh, gotcha. So then I was like, okay, whatever. And then I ended up saying that for 14 years as well. But um, how did you really get into songwriting specifically or like producing? Um, because like I used to do music myself. And the reason why I started was because I hated listening to classical music once I got to high school. <laughs> I was like, no, I feel that. I feel Cause that. like, I don't know if you felt this way too, but when I was in yeah. high school, like my thought was like, yo, I'm in high school now. Like I'm a teenager. I'm mature. Like, yo, this isn't cool. Like if I need to fit in with high school kids, like I need to listen to all the cool stuff. And then mm. I like picked up rap cause I thought it was really cool. And I, I, I liked listening to rap. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to start rapping and start making mm. music that way. But it was because I didn't want to listen to classical music when anymore. And I was like, I want to make my own stuff, that type mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, for me getting into uh, like songwriting and that kind of stuff was a lot of the time more because I had like su such a, uh, like passion for just expressing myself and like finding ways to express myself whether it be emotionally while I'm feeling like anything like that what's I'm, I'm experiencing in my life um and I, I turned a lot to like poetry essays things like that and that eventually turned into songwriting because I had so much experience in music and things like that and it was really something that was like freeing for me um because I was able to kind of um put everything I've learned together in my life and really express myself in a way I really haven't been able to before and like going on like what you're saying about like rapping and, and like different things I I like a ton of different genres of music because I feel like they all bring something different to the table yeah um I personally like I rap um I you know play classical music on violin but you know I also play pop music on violin I play k-pop I play anime openings you know all that different kind of stuff because you know at the end of the day like music is music and and just because it's a different genre it shouldn't be taken away from anyone or it shouldn't be like um kind of used against people i yeah, feel like yeah. music's music at the end of the day and i think that's the beauty of it because yeah. i don't i don't see it's like i don't want whatever i write to be a certain genre or i don't want anything i write to be a certain type of music because i i want it to be my own i want it to be you know you can put it whatever category you want it to be um, but at the end of the day, it's it's all about um, you know how you perceive your own music and what you want to get out of your music, um, and what kind of like story you want to tell, what narrative you want to tell with your music. So yeah, I mean it's really important too because I feel like with a lot of artists these days, and I want to know what your opinion is on with it too. 
but um especially on tiktok a lot of people only be releasing singles and it's more so not because they do it for love of music but it's more so of the fact that if they go viral then they can technically make a career out of it so i guess in a sense it's like oh yeah they do love music that's why they want to make a living off of it but then on the flip side it could also be they want to make a living off of it because they know what being in the music industry can bring them which means like hella money you know all the all the parties the extravagant lifestyle that kind of thing and i want to know what your opinion is on that as well um for me i'm not actually on tiktok too much um i think on on the basis of that i mean this obviously like people that gotten to start on like the internet and just become famous on that i I listened to like um it makes him tune if people know who that is like she started on youtube um and has become a pretty big name in the music industry and so i mean for me it's it's more about like i don't know i try to just focus on my own like music and things like that without trying to bring in like you know other artists and and things like that you know if if what if if money comes sure if if it doesn't you know i'm still doing what i love at the end of the day i feel like you know that's that's what's going to separate whatever whoever you're you know talking about like whoever's like making tracks or um producing the music i I think that that at the end of the day is 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 what matters because you know if they produce tracks and they're just waiting to to hit fame then then i feel like it takes an edge off of like the music itself yeah um because it doesn't have like the for me at least it doesn't have that emotion it doesn't have that like creativity always because it's not about like the perfection level always um for the people that you're talking about that just want it for like the clout value um it's it's all about for me and and i know a lot of other artists that are like even like like small as well it's all about writing a narrative telling a story getting yourself out there um producing music because you have a passion for music you have a love for music and i think that's the most important thing and you see that with a lot of creators and i feel like if you have like experience listening to music and things like that you can really tell from the music you listen to if it's really um like has like the heart and soul of the producer and whoever created the music in it yeah for sure so uh with you also talked about on your music uh you also do it with your twitch content how exactly did you really get into twitch streaming and what really inspired you to start twitch streaming yeah um so with twitch streaming um i've definitely been on the platform for a while um i used it a lot of the time just to watch like competitive games esports all that kind of stuff like professional players um i i mean i only started streaming a couple months ago now um and so for me what what really got me into it was i think one the pandemic because you know it's like what else what else do you have yeah, to do you exactly. know but also because i was like dang i really i really want to be more like social and, and things like that i really want to like put myself out there that kind of thing and so for me being able to like have a platform to one spread positivity spread support and love because that's really what i want to do with my music with my life with with everything i do it's to put my all into it for um, supporting others for loving others for uh you know uh trying to spread as much positivity as possible so going back to like the first uh, topic we were discussing like you know with 
hate and everything like that, like we have to combat it with love. We have to combat it with support and positivity and all of that. Negativity, like, you know, I have no space, you know, yeah, for in, sure. in this for for negativity, all that kind of stuff. Me either, so <laughs> for, for me, it's it's all about like making as as much of a positive impact on people as, as possible. And I feel like I wasn't in a, in a had an ability to do that. And I found like, well, well, maybe streaming, I would be able to do that. And, um, you know, I personally am like astounded by like how the, the growth of like my channel and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, you said you only started two months ago. Yeah. And you're yeah, already up to was... 750. Dude, I like started like four or five months ago and I'm struggling to hit 400. So major props to you for that. <laughs> I appreciate it. Major props to everyone here that's a streamer. Major props to you as well. <laughs> No, um, dude. I mean, I'm looking at you. I'm like, holy shit, dude. This dude's popping off. I'm like, the fuck. When did this happen? Hey, I, I I'm like, I like, need to learn from him right now. Hey, I, I think, I think for me, like, I think the most important thing for me is that, you know, it's not about the numbers. I, you know, I'm a statistics person. I'm an analyst person. Yeah. But at the end of the day, for me, it's not about the numbers. It's not about like the viewer counts. It's not about like the followers. It's not about anything like that. It's about the people in chat, the people that you're interacting with. Um. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to see. I, I I tell this to my chat. It's like I don't want to see like the 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 viewer count and be like put a number to each viewer. You know, each yeah. viewer is a human being. Each viewer is an individual, and I want to connect with that individual, with that person themselves. Because you know, everyone matters to me, and I want to be able to express that instead of put it in like numbers or follower follower counts. Um. And so I think that's that's the most important part to me um, for my channel and whatnot. What um, I mean, to be at the point I am in like followers and things like that is is absolutely amazing. Um, but it, I, I feel like for me, it always comes back to um, connecting with the individuals I have in stream at that moment in time and always um, trying to bring my, my A game of positivity and being the best, best uh, person I can be and, you know, that kind of stuff so yeah and so with like streaming then what uh what have you learned about the stream world being a streamer now um what have you learned about yourself and comparing yourself let's say from like two months ago from when you first started streaming to now how much do you feel like it's impacted you actually me i feel like for me i've learned so much about myself i think i've learned like one um like how much impact I can have on people's lives and how much of an impact people, other people can have on my life. Dude, and I, I think it's such a blessing and I'm so grateful to have met, you know, you, everyone. Um, it, it, it's been amazing. It's been absolutely amazing. And I guess also like learning more about what I'm capable of mm. um, because a lot of the time, you know, I, I'll have very little motivation to do things. And streaming is one of those things where it's an outlet for me um, of mm. like either coping with whatever's going on in my life. I or feel you. If, if it's like... Um, or be like something good happens and you stream, you're in like a better mood. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It like it, accentuates. And then you hear your chat like being fully supportive. They're like, oh my God, congratulations. I knew you yeah. could do it. You're like... Oh my God, I feel so loved. That type yeah, of for thing. sure. It's 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 all about that love and support. At the end of the day, I feel like um, not only for me but for other people too. I, I I love to you know you know I say give what you receive. You know, and and I, I'm I'm a major proponent of that um, because you know for for all of, uh, again like I keep bringing it up, but like for all of the hate, all negativity is like you know you 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 get positivity. 
you know you give gotta give it back to people as well yeah um and i guess on the end of like streaming as well i i feel like you know there's a lot of things that i've learned just like technology wise on, on the streaming end, feel, like yeah. how <laughs> how like the twitch culture is and things like that and and so much along those lines i mean i i, I had been like you know watching streams and things like that but i think the like small streamer community is just so amazing and so amazing like how things are like intertwined and the people i've met and how many like amazing people there are to always meet and i think for me that's one of the biggest things that is uh always super super um cool about streaming going live everything like that so yeah because also like for me also what i've learned is i did not expect myself to ever be this connected with this many like streamers hmm. so when i first started streaming i was like oh you know i'll stream if i make streamer friends that's great but i think within so now we're on episode 14 so about two and a half months now roughly since i started this podcast hmm. i think i've connected to more streamers within that time frame than the first two months that i started which is really crazy to, for, for me to think about because I feel like a lot of people that have been reaching out to me, a lot of people that were interested, like you included, like people that were really interested. Um, Cause like when I, when I started this podcast, it was kind of more so my inspiration off of whenever I did TikTok live. But then um, I guess because some people I tuned in, they saw what I was doing and they're like, yo, this guy, this podcast seems pretty interesting. I want to be on it. And people have like hit me up or I would like reach out to other streamers and they were always down for it. I was surprised yeah. as to how many streamers I was able to connect with and get to know better throughout like this whole podcast series. And that that's like probably one of the biggest things I'm really grateful for just because um, it's not just because I'm doing it for content or anything. It's because also like I'm, I want to get to know more people. And what I've learned throughout my entire time of streaming is who are the real people that like genuinely do care about you versus who are the people that like only say that they care about you? Oh yeah. That's yeah. what I've learned a lot too. Cause like a lot mm. of my IRL friends, what I've learned um, while I was like doing this, while I was going through a stream journey is I, I like cut off a lot of my friends because what I've started realizing is the friendships that I had back then, it was more so me always putting in the effort. Like, Oh, how are you doing? Oh, is everything okay? Oh, how's like everything going with you? Like I'm the one reaching out to them, but they never cared to reach out to me on the flip side. And they just assume, oh, because we're friends, like, oh, I don't have to do this kind of stuff. But then they don't, and I, I understand whatever it is that they want to accomplish. Maybe they don't want to do certain things. I understand that. But they never took that time to understand what it is that I, why I'm like so passionate about something. And they never chose to understand that reason. And yeah, yeah. Because of that realization and like because of the people that I met online now, like I could tell that a lot of people that I met online are so much more genuine than the people like I know in real life. Mm -hmm. I started realizing like, you know what, maybe I might not be the closest with some of these streamers, but at least I know like they're genuine with me and they're real with me. So I don't mind cutting off my old friends, which is sad now for me to think because I really don't even have that many friends now when I think about it. Like after i cut off like most of my friend group i realized i'm like damn i got like maybe one maybe like three friends max now and it's like it's pretty sad to think but also at the same time it's also a huge blessing on my end because i met um a lot of great people throughout the process of it 
and you know, you're you're one of those people obviously like people anyone hey, you're, who, what, you're any, one of those people for me too yeah like anyone that come on to the, came onto the podcast for me it really says a lot because um we may not know each other but the fact that people are like really excited to want to come on and they're they're wanting to set the dates and everything and they're telling me oh yeah this date works for me this date doesn't um that already to me tells me enough for like oh they care enough that they want to come on you know and I'm very appreciative about that. So I just yeah, want to say I, thank you. Hey, for I'm appreciative of, of your podcast. You know, I've been watching like uh, a good amount of them. And, you know, I, I always enjoy the content of like um, people putting themselves out there, having conversations with other people, things like that. Um, I've always enjoyed watching podcasts on my own, like on YouTube and things yeah. like that as well. Um, I definitely feel that part of my like IRL friends and things like that, like you know the fake, the the facades, you know what what whatever yeah. whatnot. And and to go on your point of like oh I, I like the the uh, one to three friends kind of thing. It's, like for me, it's like you know it's it's all about the uh, uh, in the same sense of what I said about like work smarter, not harder. It's like the um, quality it's like of friendship. It's the quality exactly. So like for me, like a lot of my friends are like mostly online. I'm I've never met in person. Yeah, same but here. I consider <laughs> them like so much like 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 close so close. Like I I consider them like such good friends to me. Um, than like others that I might know like IRL. Yeah. And you know that that doesn't take it away anything from like IRL friends or you know put more emphasis on people i've met online yeah. but it, it's really like just amazing to see and to meet so many different people because there's so many different people in the world right and you only have so many like people in your like vicinity i guess irl that you have the ability to meet yeah and so i think that the internet and everything like that gives such a wide variety to meet people that have the same interests um you know have the same kind of personality things like that you, you vibe with that kind of feeling so yeah, um for sure yeah i think also it's like a blessing too because when we talk about internet friends is that there's no um limitation as to where your friends can be located mm. because in real oh, yeah. life it's like it's only within your close area so sometimes like mm. it might be friends out of convenience because they're close by but with the internet it's kind of like well you could have a friend across the country you can have a friend exactly. halfway across the world, but if you vibe with them and like you actually, they actually understand where like or they're in, like in tune mm -hmm. or they have the same beliefs as you or they actually like mess with you and everything, then that's all that matters. In my personal yeah. opinion, what I've learned now, what I'm what I'm starting to see at the very least, um, because at the end of the day, yes, like because just because you're friends doesn't mean you have to be like five minutes away from each other, ten minutes away from each oh, other. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we're we're in the same uh, time zone, but yeah. there's a lot of like mods on my channel or like people that stop by my channel. They're like completely off yeah, time zone. There's a lot of yeah. people that are like 12 hours ahead of me, right? Yeah. In, in the future, I'll be like, yeah, how's the future looking yeah, today? Right. You know? <laughs> and so it's, it's just amazing. Like one, the the ability to connect with so many different people of different cultures. Yeah, I find that so interesting. Um, and also I think that as as you're saying, like. And and we we're talking about like yeah this this the general vicinity of what we have like IRL and then like really at the internet the world is at our fingertips exactly and it, it's such a, a mind blowing thing to think about because like we we we've lived in an era where we've had this right and there's so many people that haven't so you know it's 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 interesting um that like if I bring this up to like like my parents or anything like that like they don't really have an understanding yeah. of that kind of thing but it's like for us you know. 
we we completely understand where like the internet is what the internet is you know things like that and i think that's that's such a beauty of it um yeah, and for sure. such a beauty of just like meeting people um being able to connect with others because at the end of the day like we're social creatures um whether you're an introvert or not like everyone needs some kind of social interaction to to a s- somewhat of an extent you yeah. know and so i think that's just like the internet is such an amazing place to meet people um and again i mean like th- there's definitely times where uh where you know things will happen where like like where you're saying where i'm one of those people that i love to reach out to people i love to say hi i love to um you know see how people are doing because not not everyone's gonna do that you know yeah and for sure. so and so you know he- hearing what, what you're saying like it definitely gives me those those, those vibes because I, I used to do that a lot to to people uh, for for people as well i still do but um you know i have the understanding that you know not everyone's gonna respond not everyone's gonna do the same thing back and you know that's okay because at the end of the day i'm sticking to my values i'm sticking to what i I, I want to do, I want to spread the love, the positivity. And, you know, if, if people aren't going to like, you know, share in return or, or, or give back to community in, in any way, you know, that, that that's on them, you know? That's yeah, them. definitely. So uh, before we end things here, and then we're going to go into a, couple, a section I like to call quick hitters. Uh, sure, sure. So you have a friend, let's say a younger, let's say a younger person comes up to you. He's aspiring to become... Or let's say he he's currently a pro, but he's thinking about going into the field of content creation. What's your advice that you would give to this uh, person? Like uh, like a pro of uh... like they let's say they're they're like a professional in the esports scene, but now they're like, ah, you know, I kind of don't want to do this pro scene anymore, but rather I want to go into the field of content creation. I think that one thing, especially for okay, so I, I guess on the topic of like pros, it's so much easier to like switch because one you probably have a name for yourself already mm-hmm. and two people are just going to watch you for your like gameplay, skill right. yeah gameplay in general i think for content creation specifically for people that are like like what we're doing like just chatting with with uh people on stream like making a community growing community that kind of thing and not just streaming themselves to stream themselves kind of thing mm-hmm. um i think that you know advice that i would give for them is is don't wait don't hesitate you know one one I, I i i've said this on stream you know like i'm holding up this one finger right this one second is already passed right that that finger's already gone right yeah. you know t- don't don't take the moments uh for granted you know you you, you always have the time to start it's, it's about starting when i started streaming i only had like my com- my computer I, I did have a gaming pc so i you know i was fortunate enough to have that but i just started with a web- webcam on my phone you know and and that was literally all i had really and so know from that i just sort of developed like the stream i have today and so you know for me it's it's all about like you know if you if you want to do it then then don't hesitate don't wait don't wait for a good opportunity because that opportunity is never going to come it's here it's now yeah. it's, it's any time of the day and so if you really want to get into like the content creation that kind of part it's it's all about just just get into it just start you know it's definitely going to be challenges it's definitely going to be roadblocks it's definitely going to be so many things to learn but that's one of the beauties of it too you know yeah i I think like doubt's the biggest barrier too a lot of people like before they start they're like oh am i going to be good are people going to find me entertaining uh, and all this kind of stuff but Mm -hmm. honestly speaking you just gotta not worry about it just do your own thing eventually people will gravitate to you if you're being your true self more than anything about that that's what i think personally 
So we're going to get into a quick section that I like to call quick hitters. Uh, these questions have nothing to do with anything that I asked you before. But All right, cool. So the first question I have for you is uh, this is the iconic question here on the podcast. But you're hosting a dinner party. Which five guests are you going to be bringing to that dinner party, dead or alive? Five guests. So oh, it's gosh, you okay. plus five other people, and you're sitting at a table together talking about whatever you guys want to. Which five um, guests are you bringing? Hmm. I think that um, just just like thinking in 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 basis of this question, like I'm a really deep thinker, but um. Because I probably have the opportunity, if people are alive, to, to possibly, like, meet with them. You know, I'll probably be picking people that are more, like, you know, from the grave. So, for me, like, uh, a lot, there's a lot of philosophers I follow. There's a lot of, like, sci- uh, um, uh, people in, like, the field of psychology. And so, um, I don't know if anyone knows any of these names, but um, Albert Camus, um, for me, is a huge one. He's a French philosopher. Um really uh dig his his work um Michel Foucault um uh let's see I think uh it would be very interesting to talk to and it, it, just for the sole fact that I think he's very misunderstood in the current age of uh um uh Friedrich Nietzsche uh um because he's very like misunderstood a lot of time and and yeah i feel like i, I want to know like you know what he thinks like hear, hear directly from him like you know his opinions and things like that and and what, whatnot and um let's see my last two guests i'd probably go with um let's see you know whoever whoever the the first person was to be able to like have a dialect you know have a dialect i think that would be so cool that's interesting and even if i couldn't understand it'd be so cool to just be able to like you know experience and understand or try to understand Mm. and i think for the last one it has to be um probably one of my favorite composers um i think um probably uh beethoven Mm. It's a pretty good table you got there. And <laughs> yeah. then next question we got for you is uh one game on the line for CS. You and four other players are gonna be playing for that one game. It's just one game. Mm-hmm. What four players are you bringing with you? It could be your friends, it could be pros. It's anyone up to you. Um, if we're going on on pros, if we're going on pros. No, it's like, like no, like you could just play. You could bring anyone you want. It could be pros. It could be your friends. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends. Like, who who are we playing against? It's just you know? like uh, you know, like let's say, let's say the games for like ten thousand dollars. I and we're just playing. You are you just playing just random people, or we'll say. Players of similar skill with you, so like semi-pro level, we'll say. Okay. I mean, I have had the pleasure of playing with Shroud before. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I played with him. Or I mean, like in pickup games before. Um, I think that I would 
uh, I have a friend. I have actually two people that live close to me. Um, not gonna give away their uh, like names or anything, but uh, Nitsua and Blakers. Um, they're the two uh good friends of mine. Play play CS. Um. Sorry, and, sorry. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Um, yeah, they play CS. Um, and so, yeah, I would definitely say uh them. I think that I would take um. Hmm. Probably I'm trying to think. Like I don't. I, I wouldn't really want to take like pros because it's just like. Yeah, I mean, you go, you go, you go, you go. Bring your just with friends. You could know? bring your homies, and yeah. that's all. That's I, all a, that matters. You know, I'm gonna play with like my homie, like like dog, dog, dogs here. Um, I think in the chat, I'll play with my homie dog. Love dog. Um, shout out to dog. Um, and then probably you know uh. Honestly, I think Som. Som is a pro, but like, uh, I I know him a little bit. So mm. that's a pretty good team you got there. So you got three of your three of your homies and Som. Yeah, that, that's a yeah. that's pretty solid. You know? Seems like a little. This seems like fun to play. And then last question: Your Mount Rushmore of artists. Artists, composers, your Mount Rushmore. So only four people that you could put on your Mount Rushmore there. In, in like in the music realm. Yeah, in music realm. Um. Honestly, I feel like one of them has to be probably. Um. I mean, if we're talking about if for me like modern day music, um, I have to I have have to probably go with um, Alan Walker. Mm -hmm. um, I love Alan Walker's stuff. Um, also very like one love playing violin stuff uh, of his uh, like creations because it's like pretty easy to pick up on the violin. But also like he's one of the first like EDM like DJs I really started listening to. Mm -hmm. um, I see. I see. Two, I think uh, probably. Um, I mean, like, we there's been like so many like artists that like we've lost like in the past like year or two years. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Um, and you know, I guess tribute one tribute to all of them. Um, you know, they brought so much to the music scene. Um, for, for everyone that that has passed and and you know, all of that. And and so, I think one of them probably for me would have to be as well. Um, I want to say like the weekend just because I feel like his vibe is so different from a lot of mm. different like artists right now. Yeah. Um, and and I really enjoy that kind of like vibe. I really enjoy like that kind of like mix mixture of so many different like um genres and so many like like making your own like branding of like your music. Mm -hmm. Um, I think as well as um from someone that that like uh so young didn't do anything to now. I think Billie Eilish. Mm, um, and and really you know Irish. I'm gonna include I'm gonna include uh, her brother Phineas in that as well. I think Phineas is a great uh, producer as well as musician and everything like that as well. I, I think they're them progressing and things like that, absolutely amazing. I think uh, going back in in history though, like composer as in like uh, composing music or anything like that. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go with John Williams. Love his mm. soundtracks. Um, huge Star Wars fan. Um, 
Indiana Jones. That's a all good that kind pick. Of stuff. Um, love love the the music he does for um for uh, soundtracks and things like that. One of my favorites to play on violin is um the uh, main theme to Schindler's List. Yeah, so that song. It's a very beautiful song. So um, good. So love his love love what he composes. So. All right, that's a pretty solid list you got there. No cap. So trying trying to go all all across the board. You know? Yeah, yeah, no problem. That's no issue. <laughs> so uh, if there's anything you'd like to promote, feel free to promote it here right now. Um, I give you this time to give you you know, however long you need. Feel free to promote as long as you want, bro. Um, I mean, you know. I want to I want to promote you know everyone that uh one ha- is is a healthcare worker you know working on the front lines anything like that um you know uh that's uh has dealt with the COVID pandemic um and you know my heart goes out to to everyone yeah. um big shout out to from... the first first uh first aid workers out there exactly exactly um as well as anyone that that has uh um suffered losses from COVID or any any anything uh, in the past uh you know year um because you know it's, it's been a hard time um and so also also shout out to just you know everyone part of ernie's community everyone part of my community everyone part of everyone's community because every everyone matters every life matters um you know and taking it to heart that um that you know we, we all here you know we, we all here are our are, are family for yeah, me for you know? sure for sure and and you know at the end of the day no matter how how well i know you how well i know someone it's it's for me you know, I'm always going to be there to love, to support. And so shout out to absolutely everyone. Shout out to, to all the weebs. Shout out to all, like, every single community. You know what I'm yeah, saying? The like, weeb, the weeb, all, all the, the weeb all... gang knows what's up. Because exactly, I can't, and you're right here. I have a Hunter. Exactly, I see it. HX, HX, let's go. Hunter X Hunter, yo. hoodie right here, so. Yeah, yeah, I got, like, a FAB poster, Attack on Titan. Yeah, no shame, bro. No shame. And so, you know, shout out to every single community. Because, you know, no one should be shamed on what they love. No one should be shamed on on what they are doing and so honestly like love to everyone so um you know i i, I once again like i'm jtv um you know you can find me on twitch uh you know feel free to ever stop by um you know always here to give my love and support to everyone also make sure to follow ernie if you do not already because you know amazing content amazing amazing podcast yes sir um and also um you know I feel like uh, also shout out to um, uh, the community of like artists on Twitch as well. Oh yeah, um, for sure. And 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 that create like such amazing content. Uh, I always love to um, like showcase art that have been done by my community or people I know, um, even as well as uh, um, like music, not just like art yeah. in in that like traditional fashion. And so just just everyone that that has like their own creativity. They're, you know everyone's unique so shout out to everything that makes everyone special and everyone unique because everyone's special and unique you know what i'm saying yeah so for sure um honestly um yeah and i think and day as well i think the biggest thing is that um you know be grateful for for what you have be grateful for you know the life we live and you know that we have each other we have you know whoever you know in your life and that you know at the end of the day, you know, I may not know people that well, but I'm always here for everyone. Yeah. And, you know, my DM is always open. Uh, my channel is always open for everyone. Yeah, um, same here. I, do a lot of mental health, I do a lot of mental health kind of stuff r- related to. So, like, you know, there's a lot of people that, that I talk to in my free time as well. Um, 
that uh for that so you know my heart goes out to everyone um love every single person here um uh, in in the words of um my good friend uh joseph um we all love one another yeah so you know, and and so i i i do want to challenge everyone that we're building communities together we're spreading positivity together we are you know loving each other together and so i just want everyone to, to come together as 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 humankind as as people because we're all people at the end of the day yeah. you know come together love and support everyone For real. no matter from where where we're from anything that that like you know separates us you know we're all here for each other we're all here um you know on the same earth that yeah. kind of thing so yeah you hear the man's impassioned speech make sure to check <laughs> him out here on chewook tv twitch.tv slash chewook tv it's a j-a-e-w-o-o-k tv be sure to check this man out uh and uh yeah i think that's a wrap thank you bro appreciate it thank for, you bro thank you for coming on to the pod appreciate it yes anytime anytime i, I appreciate you having me yeah so uh you know when we hit a season two here i'll definitely bring you back on second time we come back on we'll talk more about like pop culture music it hey, sounds good sounds sports good. whatever yeah yeah whatever yo i'm always down for a good sports talk yeah, I'm, I'm down too i'm talk. down too but uh that's a wrap thank you guys for tuning in new so episode comes in. out every saturday if you want to see the full interview you can check it out on youtube it's youtube.com slash it's the g.o or if you listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or whatever other streaming site you use, new episodes come out every Saturday. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully you guys have a great rest of your day, and your boy's out.